Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, what can I say? I I wake up each day and I think to myself, OMG, how the heck did I ever get here? And then all of a sudden I have a moment where I don't think it is that important how I've gotten here. I have that moment where I realize I am here. And it is such an honor and a blessing to just be connecting with all of you guys out there. Um, I was just absolutely blown away when I was presented last week with where you all are listening from. Um, You know, we started this 10 years ago with the Dr. Pat Show, which was actually called Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life. And all of you guys out there at the time renamed the show to the Dr. Pat show. And that was something I had to breathe into. But today I received information um, about the number of countries or the countries that, uh, you know, people are listening to the show from. And I was in such deep gratitude for all of you and for you passing the word around. Um, that I want to thank you. I want to thank you all so very much uh, for your ongoing support. And we have so much that we're planning for all of you this year. Uh, We have ways that we're going to bring in our international listeners, bring them in, and make sure that uh, we are providing programming that you can listen to, you can download, um, and include you in some of the things that we pay forward on the show. And so I want to thank you all so much for joining us here tonight. You know, this is one of these shows that uh, I sit back and and I get ready and I'm I'm ready to, you know, I read the books and and I get ready to think about, you know, what am I going to say to my guests tonight? You know, what do I say to someone that has been such an enormous part of what people are calling um, a transformative movement? Not a new paradigm, but absolutely creating a new universe for all of us to relate to. You know, many of us that have been out in this world and thinking about our lives and what is our purpose and how do we connect with each other in a better way. You know, what do we have to remember? You know, what is it about our lives that we so easily uh, forget? 
what is it that our call that our souls are calling us forth to look at to explore Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We've got a great show for you tonight. In over 7,000 shows, I've never had the honor of interviewing who I'm interviewing tonight on the show. This is somebody that is known worldwide for not just this special gift, but for how he opens the hearts and the minds of all of us. Uh, And I know for those of you out there, you know that this is an incredible show that this is the time that we all get to have a conversation about what it is we say yes to and what is it in the in the cycles of life that either help us go full circle or not. You know, today, I am so honored and thrilled that I get to talk to this amazing individual, someone that has clearly been guided, you know, to a place to bring a, a, an incredibly positive prophecy to the world. Tonight, we get to, to chat about it. Tonight, we get to explore this. And tonight, we get to all think about what it has been in our lives that, that we've been trying to call forth for ourselves. I want to welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Dronvalo Melchizedek. Oh, thank you, uh, Dr. Pat. I'm very happy to be here tonight. I, I, I wanted to, you know, I, I'm a girl from the Bronx. And I, I just want to say that I don't know if you heard my introduction about, you know, b- not believing how I got here. It's really fascinating to me. I'm a person that grew up in an environment that most people would say, this is how you're defined in life. Stuttered in my early childhood. And I want to ask you about stuttering and stopping. And what's fascinating is I've had four people call into my show over the past two weeks who also stuttered as, as children. What is it that we're doing right now? Are we stuttering? Are we stepping? Are we flowing? What is this life you, about for us? You mean humanity itself? Is that what yes. You well, yeah. uh, from my point of view, uh, we are in the midst. We're not someday going to be in there. We are in the midst of a huge transformation for humanity. And, uh, and where this is going is, from also from my point of view, is probably beyond the imagination of most people. We just happen to be alive, alive at just the right time. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's partly uh, negative in the sense that there are uh, very huge changes that are probably going to come along here very soon, which are going to be a little difficult for us. But that isn't going to last very long because we are about to move into another level of consciousness and, and uh, the problems that we're having as a world, not only the wars and uh, all the problems, we all know what these problems are. Uh, these problems aren't going to exist very much longer from, from, uh, from the way that we see what is coming. And it's, it's a great time to be alive. But it's, uh, there are things that are occurring right now that are huge. Uh, mm-hmm. Physical things that are occurring, things from... Uh, uh, you know the global warming and the ice ages that follow behind those things, and uh, the magnetic field reversals, and on and on and on. Uh, we are at an extraordinary time, and uh, but it's uh, it's a gift to us, whether we realize it or not. It's a blessing just to be alive at this moment and, and be here on this earth at this time. But it is really, yeah. It is truly a blessing, as you said, and. I want to ask you about this shift, this energy. You know, this, most people that I've talked to, and I, myself including, 
Something happened in 2013. Many people can't explain it. Um, people feel differently. Uh, people have a, a different sense of themselves and their lives. You know, what have you discovered about this cycle that we're in that would, that would talk to that? Well, the cycle right now, I mean, obviously, uh, it was played, played in the newspaper and around the world and the media in different ways, uh, but December 21st, 2012, was something that only happens 25,625 years. It's something that seldom happens. And, uh, and the effects of that have not happened yet. They're just, they began, according to the Mayans, they began on February 18th and 19th of 2013. But they said we wouldn't feel it yet. But coming into the time of April and May, these are two huge months that will probably begin to, uh, that the Mayan prophecy will probably begin. But, it, but if it doesn't begin then, this, let's just say this year, 2013, uh, some of these events are going to begin to happen. And when they do, uh, our, our world's going to change right before our eyes, whether we want it to or not. And, and it leads into a time when, according to the Mayans and the Kogi and the Arawakos and many other tribes around the world, uh, the old way of being, the way where that is money-driven, that is uh, politically driven, and uh, more than heart-driven, uh, those ways from their point of view, are literally going to go away very fast mm. Mm. and be replaced with a whole new way of, of living with each other where, we're, where the decisions are made in our heart, not in our brain. And, uh, and it's the beginning of what the New Age calls ascension, where we begin to move up into a different kind of way of relating to each other. And, uh, and, I, and yeah, I, it's true. I, from... I'm in over 100 countries around the world, and I, I get, I'm getting the same feedback that you're getting, that, that since the beginning of this year, uh, people are feeling that something different, something new. But you have to understand, on top of all of this, we happen to be at the peak of solar cycle 24, and the, we don't, our consciousness now looks at the Earth as like a big rock, and the sun is just a light bulb in the sky. From the indigenous people and from the ancient cultures, the earth and the sun were living beings. They were alive and conscious. And uh, and at this moment, when they come to these peak cycles, these solar flares and the CMEs that are coming off the sun are actually uh, bringing knowledge and information to Mother Earth, which she transfers to our DNA. And so we have passed through this this uh, precession of the equinoxes. This, 25,625-year cycle, and we are now entering into a brand new cycle, a cycle that is that is being governed by female rather than male. The males have taken control for 12,000-something years, and, and as of right now, that is all changing. And within a few more years, we're going to be able to see that the, the whole family structure as well as the social structure and the political structure and everything will begin to be governed by the female nourishing aspect of, of who she is rather than the male protective aspect. And, uh, and this is something that is really needed on Earth right now. Mm -hmm. I think most people, most people can see or at least feel 
they're not going very well. And uh, and it's just time for this. It's really, really time. But You know, I, it, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. One of the things that, um, well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I think you and I share is that we connect to a lot of people from a lot of different places. You know, a, a lot of times for me, I don't get to see who the folks are, but I get to, you know, I get to hear who they are. And someone described this, and I wanted to talk with you about this in terms of, you, you know, the Mayan culture and what they predicted about 2012. Someone, someone said to me, you know, 2012 was like, I had these big boots on, right? I live in the Pacific Northwest, so we always have boots or something on here. So I had, the, I had these big boots on. And, oh, and by the way, we always have mud. So this, is, this has got to be a Pacific Northwest quote. <laughs> they said, 2012 was like putting on my big old fat pair of boots and walking in about a foot of mud. Now, I was going forward, but I was walking in the mud. 2013, and it's interesting you said February because it seems like things really started to move for folks in February. And so the way people are describing this, they're saying, wow, I went from walking in the sludge to barely holding on like I was on some kind of roller coaster ride, almost like a cartoon character. And I wanted to talk to you about that on how that how the Mayans describe that in the cycle, or is it just a reaction that you know, uh, sort of a global consciousness about the energy change? Probably a little of both. Mm-hmm. The, the Mayans told me over 15 years ago that on February 18th and 19th there would be an internal change inside of the Earth that would begin this process. They, they also told me uh, that December 21st nothing was going to happen. I knew that from the beginning. Uh, but uh, uh, and just to step that back a little bit more, that uh, that December 21st, that is the moment when the sun and the earth and the center of the galaxy formed a straight line and link, and the precession began again. And it was uh, a time when uh, when everything uh, was supposed should happen from a logical point of view. But the Mayans have something they call the Hunabku which is what they call the core of the universe, and which is both male and female. It's a lot like the yin-yang, being half black and half white. And, uh, and the, the male side of it is extremely accurate. It's to the nanosecond of how everything happens, when eclipses take place, and when everything happens. But the Mayans say, we can't tell you when uh, the Mayan prophecy is going to begin, because what we have discovered over thousands of years is that there is a window around that time, and that window is seven or eight years long. And it began on October 24, 2007. And so, basically, we don't know when it's going to begin now, between now as of this moment, and it won't be over with until January 1st, 2016. And so we're still in the Mayan prophecy, which has not begun yet. And uh, so there's that... There's that uh, aspect of everything, and uh, you were you were leading me with a question into uh, 
Tell me again. I'm sorry. Well, you know, this is really, you know, I think you're having the same kind of reaction that I have, you know, trying to to keep up with what's happening so quickly in our consciousness. You know, many people ask me about, you know, how did I learn to do this? And I've shared this story a million times. I dialed the wrong phone number in 2003, and I didn't hang up. And I pulled out a credit card, and I bought my first hour of radio. And, you know, know, this... This path, right? I know you. I knew you would chuckle about that because I, I'm just, you know, I'm wondering. Did you knew? Did you know what you were signing up for when you signed up here? Well, actually, I did. Uh, oh I, my gosh! Okay. <laughs> I I knew even before I got here. I mean, I'm a little different, and and I've not tried to hide this or anything. Uh, I have actually come from another place, mm-hmm. and uh, and I knew when I came here it took a long time to get here and uh and i knew when i got here what I, what my purpose was and what i was to do but uh i didn't know i didn't understand until i got here how dark and how dense this place is and how difficult it is uh to make a decision and move forward in a, in a, in a Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, that's a, that, that I'm so clear about that. But there'd be a part of me asking why. Why am I not listening? See, this is I'm kind of a little bit like you. I mean, I, I used to get performance reviews in my corporate world, and my bosses used to actually write on there that I was from another planet. And I never got to. I didn't get to appreciate that till recently. <laughs> but you're right. I, I wouldn't have. Um, so and the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. A lot. The people have really, really changed a lot, and we since we're monitoring so many places around the world, we can see uh, that that it's uh, 
that it has really changed. And uh, and so uh, now, back that change when it really took place, when, as we were watching it and observing it from different places, was in 2010. And by 2010, there had been such a such a huge change that we actually changed, and for the first time, were able to revert back to the ancient way of teaching what we were teaching, and didn't have to continue teaching in the old way, which was just a a way of reaching people simply because they couldn't understand what we were saying. <laughs> yeah, if we tried to use the, the, the ancient way of doing it, and. Uh, that's all different now, and we are changing very fast. Just as you notice now, the difference between 2012 and 2013. I think if you, when we get to 2014, if we make it that far, which I don't think we will, and I don't mean that in a negative way, I mean that in a very positive way. I think that we're going to be at another level of existence by that time. Uh, not another level, not another planet. Same planet, a different frequency. And, uh, and but it's so our appearance that when we look at it, it'll be like changing television station. You, you change the wavelength, and visually it's completely different. And that's what's about to happen to, to all the people on this earth. We're about to move up into what we call the fourth dimension of the earth rather than the third. And so uh, we are right there. We are, we are right at the middle of very rapid transformation. Uh, in fact, I, I wrote something on, on my blog on my, on my, uh, on my site uh, talking about this time because not only are the Mayans saying that from the 18th and 19th of February there will be extremely rapid changes leading out, out from there, but so does NASA and so does England, so does Russia. Uh, they think that the, uh, the, the, the first change that is coming in is the, the change having to do with computers and solar flares. Uh, NASA actually believes that the solar flares are going to be so strong, they're going to erase the memory of every single CD in the world and, uh, and knock out all of the electrical uh, systems and uh, computer systems and everything else, which would be a pretty big change in our world. <laughs> and, uh, and followed by other things, the magnetic field that is uh, about to... We're also, at the same time... Uh, we are about to have a north and south pole reversal of the magnetic field. Now, this may seem like, uh, well, that's a nice thing, or what does it mean, or something else like that. But uh, this is probably the biggest event that humankind has ever passed through. And uh, because almost everything in your body, from your memory to your sanity, to your heart rhythm, to your heart, to your ears and your balance, uh, to the way blood moves through your veins and all kinds of things, uh, it's all determined by the magnetic field of the Earth. If that magnetic field goes away, which it will if we reverse the cold, uh, after 14 days, changes begin to take place that are incredibly uh, intense. Let's just call them mm. intense at this point. And, uh, and at the same time, uh, Russia is now declaring uh, that we have reached the point of no return on global warming. And and the whole world pretty much does not understand global warming. They're not even close. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. They're, it's, it's very well understood at this point and what it means and what it leads to. And it will almost always lead into an ice age. And we're, they're now figuring that that ice age is probably going to 
strike in 2013 also. So we have a lot of, and then there are other things that I can just keep going on and on and on and on. And they're all culminating at the same time. Now, this is God doing this. This is not human beings or people or anything else. And, and uh, I know you can blame, I guess, a little bit of global warming on, on us, but uh, even if there were no human beings on Earth, this is a natural cycle. We've mapped it back to 450 million years, which is a cycle of about 90,000 years of ice followed by about 10,000 years of warmth. And we've been through 10,000 years of warmth. So it, without human beings here, we may have influenced that cycle by maybe, I'm guessing, at 500 years, we made it come a little closer, but it would happen anyway. And so we're at a time when Mother Earth and Father Son are at, a, at creating a whole new kind of humanity. And we will have to pass through certain trials, but on the other side of this is something very beautiful. And, uh, and I, I hope we don't get discouraged in all of this, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, what is coming is, is something that is well worth uh, everything that we have to go through to get there. Uh, it is a brand new way of perceiving the, the entire universe and ourselves, brand new way of relating with each other, and, and, a, and a world of great hope. And, uh, and I, I'm excited, personally. I'm really excited <laughs> about this. I mean, I, I don't even care about all, all uh, the culmination of all these uh, cosmic events that are all occurring at once, but I'm more interested in what happens after we get through these trials and begin to enter into a new level of existence. And uh, it, this is a good thing, very good thing. It is. A, it, you know, for so many people, um, and I know you know this from, you know, the places you go, um, and I just want people to, to know, uh, for those of you that, are listening to the show, and I just want to make sure everybody knows out there that we have a way for you to connect with us. If you'd like to give us a shout, call into the show, uh, comment, you could go ahead and do that. It's uh, toll-free, 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. You know, joining me tonight, and very special guest, uh, you know, uh, John Velo, uh Melchizedek, did I guess that right? Is to uh, join. Cool. It's, it's Melchizedek. It's Melchizedek. okay. No I, I just let it go. Whatever it is. <laughs> I know. I, I don't even. People ask me if I even have a last name, um, but I, I want to tell everybody that you know this is a very very special show for a lot of folks out there. You know, especially the people that have been you know, been following your work and have been part of what you've created. And there are millions all over the world. Um, you know, there's something that has drawn folks to a new, I, I like to think about it as a new way to listen, you know, a new way to connect to a level of understanding that we've not had before. And if you listen to some of the listeners that call in, they'll say to you, I just don't understand why I'm so drawn to this. I, I ju- it doesn't make sense to me, you know, why I'm not more focused on my job. And, um, and, and I wanted to ask you about that, especially in the context of your latest book, of the positive side of what you're saying. It, it, is it the light that folks are drawn to? Uh, is it a, what is your sense of this? I think it's 
inside of every one of us. Uh, what we do know uh, with a great deal of study and also with Stanford and HeartMath and what they have learned about the heart and the energy fields that they've discovered around it and, and so many things that have been learned is that inside the heart there's this there's these two very small places, one inside of the other. The, the outer one we call the sacred place of the heart, and the inner one, which has been called for over 6,000 years, it's just been called the tiny place of the heart. And inside the tiny place of the heart is the point of creation where everything came from. Everything, every planet, every galaxy, every person, everything. It all was generated through there. What's inter interesting about that place is that that tiny space, even though we have many hearts in the world and the universe and everywhere, it's the same place in every one of us. It's the same thing. It, God is everywhere, all around us, within us, but in that place, you can connect directly with God. And, uh, and you do it once and you know it's real. And it changes everything you've ever been told by your parents and society and governments and everything else. You know, once you experience it, you know it's true. And uh, in that tiny space, which we are all there all the time, uh, even when we're talking right now and we're thinking of other things or we're driving cars, we're still connected in there. And that's where everything comes. That's where our communication comes from, from life, from Mother Earth, from the universe. It comes from there. The Akashic records are in there, the records of everything that has ever happened that is happening now and even ever will happen in the future, already occurred in your tiny space in your heart. And uh, and people feel it. They feel yes. the changes that they're entering into, and they realize that this is more important than my job or anything else. Right. And, you know, and people are just dropping out. I don't really recommend you drop out of life. So people have been doing that forever and just going into caves and, and meditating. But this is a time to be aware and to be conscious and to really start looking around, not at what's going on in, the, in this crazy world, but what's going on in our relationships with each other and the things that we're trying to understand and we're, trying, we're reaching out for between each other. Uh, we are much more than we know. We're much more than just a human being. We're far beyond that. We just have, we had a little bump in our head about 13,000 years ago during the time of Atlantis, and we haven't quite got back on track yet. This is the year we're going to get back on track, I believe. If it isn't this one, it's the next one, but I believe it's this one. I believe and it's this one, too, because I sense that for myself. And, you know, and, and getting on track, I love that you said that, because I was just thinking about this. You know, not that 2012 wasn't a, a good year. It was, it was one of the toughest years I'd been through in a long time. But getting on track, in, when you said that, what, what just hit me was getting on track with what this business is about that, that we're called to do in this world that's outside of maybe some of the traditional things we think. We actually have a caller. I'd love to be able to go to other phones. Let's go to Sylvia. Sylvia's calling in on line two. Hi, Sylvia. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How can we help you tonight? Well, actually, I was just curious to, um, to be part of it and to, to see what's happening. Every time I see that John Valou is somewhere, 
<laughs> I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sylvia, what what would you to, do? You have a question or something you would like to ask? Uh, actually, yes, I was. Uh, I'm very surprised that I can talk today. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, I had, uh, you know, John Valo, when you made the, the meditation on the 21st of uh, December. I was part of it, and during the meditation towards the end, I had like a vision, and it was a triangle, and in the middle of the triangle, there was a circle, and in that circle, in the middle, there was another smaller circle, and since then, I'm very, uh, I think about it many times, and I never had the explanation what it was. I wonder if you have an idea what it can be, what it can mean somehow. Let me ask you, was the triangle uh, kind of a, a glowing triangle with psychedelic-like color? Um, actually, it was very plain. Uh, there plain was no triangle. specific color. It was just yes. the uh, image, but nothing, no colors, uh, specific colors or anything as I could see. Okay. Well, if it is, uh, that's one thing. If it isn't, that's another thing. If it isn't, then one of the things when you when you get into meditation and you get into a state where uh, your your third eye begins to open up, in order for the pituitary gland to connect, the pituitary chakra to connect with the pineal chakra, the pineal chakra is the place where the, the geometry of the universe is held, the blueprint basically, and for, okay. in order for the pineal gland to communicate with the pituitary gland, it uses geometry, and it's usually concentric circles, one down in the other, and or it could be a spiral that moves in, or it could be a triangle that rotates around a single point. There are many different ways, but it doesn't matter, and then what happens shortly after that is your third eye opens up, and you begin to see and experience things in a way that is not normal, and, uh, and that's when you begin to have visions and understandings about things that That would be basically what I would guess that would be. Uh, I don't know. But it was a perfect Okay, well, that, that really makes sense to me. Yeah, it really talks to me because uh, I had, um, yeah, since uh, December especially, my third eye, yes, I see more things. And when I do treatments to people, uh, either Reiki or other things, I see much more than I used to. It's opening more and more. And uh, I feel things, and uh, I can see things more. So uh, basically, if I understand well, is that it's because my third eye is opening, and this symbol just um, kind of activate the the pineal gland. It's one of the steps that you have to go through for your third eye to open. uh, Okay, okay, perfect. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Oh, wow. Thank you. I wanna, have a good Yes, thank you. Have a great, great day. I want to tell everybody out there, um, we do have a number for you all to call in, like Sylvia just did, 888-627-6008. That is our toll-free number for the show tonight, 888-627-6008. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I have a question for you a minute. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to kind of finish Sylvia's thing. A lot of people uh-huh. don't know it, but 
But we literally have three eyeballs in our head, two that we're familiar with, and another yeah. one that is in the center of the head, and it's the pineal gland. It hasn't been used very much uh, because we don't do psychic things very much. But, uh, but, but the pineal, according to Jacob Liberman, who wrote the book, the Light, the Medicine of the Future, who is one of the uh, scientists of the world that, uh, that understands light and eyes more than just about anybody on Earth, uh, he tells us that the, that the pineal gland is literally an eyeball. It is round, but it is shriveled up kind of like a raisin because we don't use it. But normally, it would be round. Inside of it are color receptors for receiving light, and there's a lens on top of it, aiming up, directly up to up above us. And, uh, and it is an eye. And when you open the third eye, uh, there are certain steps you have to do. You do, you do them. It isn't hard. And you go through these various steps and you learn how to see out your third eye, not out of your other two eyes. And, and from that time forth, you're never really the same because you, you just begin to know what's going to happen before it happens and what people are going to say before they say it. It's, uh, it leads into much more than that because that's one of the steps you have to master before you can go into ascension. Anyway, I thought I'd throw that in. Mm. <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting because um, so many people have been drawn to understanding what they call the third eye or uh, this understanding about this sense that they feel. I, I can't tell you how many folks that have called into the show talk about their own intuition. And I've been doing this 10 years, and I'll tell you. Um, I've never seen anything really quite like it until I'd say later on last year, but really this year. And, you know, they, they don't call in much anymore and, and say things like they used to say. They call in now and they'll start a conversation saying, you know, I was walking down the street and I thought I heard this, this and this. And I wasn't sure if it was my mother who passed on. That's a very different knowing and and I wanted to ask you about that in the context of some of the changes you reference in the book. You know, is it the changes that are going on in the universe and the geomagnetic field? I mean, is this contributing to our 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 awakening of sorts in a way that we haven't before, or is it something else? Well, first of all, everything in the universe is connected to everything in the universe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it is, it is one living thing. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, everything is leading us to this point. We, we are coming to a point now, this year or next, I think, when uh, when we will have to open our third eyes. It will be part of what we will need to do. And so it, there's millions, hundreds of millions of people really on Earth that are trying to understand this and do it. And a lot of them are. I mean, I see them all the time. It isn't to be psychic. Because that is how, if you if you open the third eye and you do it in the normal way, that opens the, the, the it is the brain that is seen. You don't want the brain to see through there. That's the weaker way of doing it. There's a little rewiring you do in the head between the thalamus gland and the pineal gland where you can rewire it and you come down through there to the tip of the tongue, which has to be on the roof of the mouth in order to do it. And then from there down into the tiny space of the heart. And if you rewire it, you can then see from your heart rather than your brain. This has been known in the ancient 
tradition uh, in Sufism, it was called the single eye of the heart. It was a symbol with a heart with a single eye in its wing. But in other traditions, it, it, uh, Hindu or, or Tibetan Buddhist, uh, it is a way of perceiving that is really a sixth sense. Uh, I, I teach the people how to do this in my class, and when you yeah. do, you can actually duct tape your eyes closed and drive a car. You can you can you can watch television or right? read a book, and uh, because you're seeing not through your eyes but through your third eye up in the top, and and uh, it's amazing to do this actually. Yeah. Wow. And once you do that, you can then transfer it to other parts of your body. Now there's over at least a million to two million children in the world that can see with their hands or their feet or their arms or their their tongue, their ears, uh, different parts of their body. The first child was found by science in 1972 in China, and he could see with his ears. He could see better with his ears than you could see with your eyes because he not only could see what he's seeing, but when he sees things with his ears, he can uh, know anything about what he's seeing. Uh, it's really amazing. This is what I mean is all over the world we're going through a transformation. It's huge. Um, we are, oh, we it are is moving, huge. We're moving from way mm. one way of interpreting mm. one reality to a brand new humanity that interprets the one reality in a completely different way. Oh, my and, gosh. Mm. And it, I, I'm, it's so exciting, and I watch people all the time going through these transformations, coming away in absolute joy of doing this. Mm-hmm. Because they're now realizing that they're becoming free. They don't have to, in order to get what it is they need in this world, whether it's money or relationships or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. They don't have to go out there and fight from, from their body and in the external third dimensional world. All they have to do is go into their heart. They could be in their bedroom or anywhere. And they go in in a certain kind of way. And they link up this inner technology to the universe. And then they can dream whatever it is they want. But it isn't mm. something non-scientific. You can actually, uh, HeartMath is now tracking, Stanford's tracking exactly how this happens. Yeah. And there are other people like Dr. James Hart who is actually mapping these things. When you open your third eye in the traditional way, there is a sphere around your head, and that sphere turns gold, and you can mm. photograph it. And they've now photographed this and put it into the scientific journal. Uh, they may not understand it, but they can see now that it is a reality. Well, they can't and deny it now. <laughs> no, and a lot That's of right. it. What's, hap- what's happening is science and spirituality are becoming oh, becoming one thing. I think it's incredible. Um, <coughs> John Below, we have Kyle and Judy on the line. I think we should go to Kyle. Um, why don't we take his call? Kyle, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you doing? Good. How are you today? How can we help you? I'm doing very well. I'm just happy to have this opportunity. You have no idea. Um, okay. I, I've been kind of following Jumbo. I came across him in videos earlier this year, and I just followed him on Twitter, and I saw that post today. And um, I don't know. The only really question I have, like, it doesn't really pertain to the pineal gland, but I just... I, like, within the last three months, I really realized, like, what, like, you know, consciousness and just, I mean, not levels of consciousness, but just the whole idea of consciousness, it really just grasped me and, like, completely, like, gave me a perspective of, 
you know, an introspective, like, way of looking at life and not judging other people. Like, just, I don't even know what compelled me to, like, figure this out or, like, know this, but, like, it's just a weird feeling to have this, like, change in perspective. Um, yeah. I'm a medical student at uh, Ohio University, and I've been learning kind of basic biology and chemistry and stuff like that, and it just kind of gives me a little bit more knowledge about my surroundings and everyday life, and it's just weird. Like, I don't... I kind of lost at words just because I'm able to talk to this guy. <laughs> well... <laughs> So, so your name is Eric. Your your name is Eric. Is that right? Kyle. 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 Okay. Good. Uh, Kyle. Yes. What you're experiencing, where you're beginning to realize that consciousness is something real, uh, we're seeing this all over the world, and it, it's exciting because uh, this is the true nature of the universe: is that the whole thing is just consciousness. It isn't anything else. And, and because we are at the right time in the cycle, uh, if you just go into your heart in whatever way you can and just simply begin to trust your own self, uh, you, 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 everything will come to you. Whatever you need, whatever your, uh, whatever you need to know or whatever you want, uh, I, I've realized that too, just how much more powerful myself is, how much, like my own abilities I've realized and appreciate, like, just this, you know, what life I'm in right now. I mean, I like, like look at society and I, I kind of, you know, I'm not, I'm not so much for it, but it kind of helps me navigate through society more because I, I can pick out what's important and what I really want to do or who I want to impact with what I do. And I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to spread as much awareness as possible. Even, I, mean, I don't want to, you know, some kids sound crazy about it and you know, I talk to some kid, and he'll be like, oh, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? I take this, like, they take it for granted. I don't, it's just, uh, I don't but, understand how you could take life for granted. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand how people could do that or just give in to stuff. It's a very sacred thing to be alive on Earth. And, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a blessing. And uh, we forget this and think it's just ordinary. It's not ordinary. It's really very special, special event to be alive here on Earth. And uh, if we, we can just remember, and that's all it is, it's just a remembering process. It's not a learning process because we are old. Uh, you and I and all of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I realize We are, that we are too, ancient. Right? ancient. <laughs> and, uh, and so I don't think anybody just, understands the scale of that. But mm. I know they don't. But uh, no. actually, if, if you want to really put it into words, we are older than the universe, and we will be alive long after this universe ends. Uh, we, but on another level, there's only one person in the universe. <laughs> there's one spirit that moves through everything. And we think that we're separate from someone, but we're not. Exactly. I, oh, the yeah. like, the, I, I kind of looked into unified field and just pure consciousness in general. I kind of have a little understanding of it just because I, like, get some of the stuff. But, oh, man, it's so hard to explain that to the average person. Yeah, but it's going to get easier every day we it go is. forth from Bellin. Because people are waking up everywhere. And, and it's what a great time to be alive. <laughs> it is. It really it, is. it really is. I, I mean, I just, I, I mean, once I, when I find someone that, you know, kind of has similar beliefs, I just, I, it, 
gives me an appreciation for him, and I I realize how similar like people are, and oh, yeah. everybody's always trying to separate themselves <laughs> from each other. But I like, and it's just, true all over the world. I travel constantly. I travel every three weeks for 28 years, but somewhere in the world. And that's the one thing I begin to realize as I go into Russia or, or Japan or Germany or wherever it is, uh, that we're all the same. We really are. We have cultural differences of how we evolve, but what's in our hearts and what we mm. want and how we would like to see the world, we're the same everywhere. We all really want there to be beauty in our lives and love and and for everybody to be happy. You know, I mean, I know that there are certain parts of the government that perhaps don't have emotional bodies, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah. and they're controlling things at a lot of levels, but those days are almost over. Yes. Uh, the heart yes. is. I, I think so hurt. too. And I, I don't know. I had, I had someone a couple of weeks ago that literally, you know, told me that I, my life, they told me my life revolved around money, and it really shocked me because I understand what money is, and I understand what, like, it's not something that's a priority in my life, but I want to be able to experience, there's certain things that I want to be able to experience that I'll never be able to experience or go to or see without money, and I realize that, but it's not something that I value, that I have to have or need. It's not, um, you know what I mean? It's not something that is going to change who I am as a person. Like, I'm not going to take it with me when I die or move on, but... It's, you know what I mean? In this mm-hmm. society, it's just a resource to get around. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I, that's I, I like that. I don't like the fact that that's how it is, but, I mean, that well, is how it is. That's the old part of the cycle. You watch yes. over the next few years. Yeah. Uh, everything is going to change. Money, yes, we won't it have is. it. We won't need it. Yes. That's uh, right. Well, we'll get we to the point where it. we'll actually re- believe that the, that this is all about energy as well. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for letting me, thank you for letting me come on. Hey. You day. bet. Hey, you bet. I think we have one time for one more call from Judy. We'll go ahead and do that. But if you could just take a minute, I, you know, for those folks that don't have your website, don't know how to get a copy of the book, why don't we just take a minute to give out some information, the best place for folks yeah. to find out more about you and your work? Well, it's real simple. It's just droombelow.net. That's D-R-U-N as in Nancy, D as in Victor, A-L-O. Droombelow.net. And on there is uh, every, every, almost everything I'm doing. Find out where I am and all the books and tapes and things. And we also have a school called the School of Remembering. And we teach all the levels, uh, accelerated levels of, uh, of meditation. It usually takes 21 to 40 years to understand certain things. We've got it down to five five days. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) I don't want it to take another 20 years. (laughs) We don't have 20 years. Uh, No, I'm I'm right there with you. Why don't we go to the phones? Judy is calling in from California, from L.A. Hi, Judy. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you very much. I'm so excited. I'm excited, too. How can we help you tonight? (laughs) Hi, Judy. Um, Hi. Hi. I live in L.A., and I do feel that time is getting close, and uh, I also feel that I'm in the first wave to go back home. And my question is, I've been practicing with the Merkaba, and I'm not really good at it, but I'm, you know, it's coming along. 
But I'm wondering when or how do I know when to activate that or how to use it? I mean, will I will I know? Um, that's my question. How will I know? Okay. <laughs> well, if you you say you're working with it, are you actually breathing through your breathing tube from the top of your head and, and perineum? Are you actually doing that or are you just thinking about it? I'm not sure where you're at. Well, in my meditation, I... I Try to so visualize. Okay. visualize. Okay. Yeah, in, in my well, meditation, and you know, I'm able to go out of body and do all that, but I'm not really, really well, it, that good at it, it yet. It, it takes a while. If you want to accelerate it, uh, like I said, you can go to the school of remembering. We've got teachers all over the world, and uh, and we are doing this for, uh, from our end and all, and setting this up. And we do it for free. We don't charge anything. The individual teacher charges a little bit so they can eat, but we don't ask for anything. But they can teach you how to take that from just the Merkaba to to actually being able to move into higher dimensional levels, and which is something that we will probably need to know uh, very soon. Mm. And uh, the Merkaba is... Well, will I know, though, when when to use it, when to activate it? Will I... Well, you will because that's, that's what I'm wondering. The Mayan prophecy says that that we are going to go through several uh, Earth changes, uh, and these Earth changes are going to alert everyone uh, to the reality that we are in the middle of a transformation. Every single person on Earth is going to know that something's going on. It, it's not going to be. Uh, it's going to be very obvious. Mm. And the Mayan prophecy does not begin until that happens. Uh, mm-hmm. and, so, uh, and when we're pressed, when it's just our human nature, when we get into a situation that that uh, kind of threatens us in a way, or we feel like it does, uh, we become very alert. <laughs> and uh, and I think you will know exactly when to use the Makaba, especially with the magnetic field and what will happen when the, when the reversal begins to happen. Uh, because when the fields go away, when the magnetic field goes away, that's a very dangerous situation. Your Merkaba will create your uh, the Earth's Merkaba, the Earth's magnetic field uh, around your body. It will synthesize it, basically, and keep you from oh, having okay. any of the, the problems that could be a distraction during this time. And so, j- if for no other reason, it's a good thing to have a Merkaba. But, uh, <laughs> of course, there's other reasons, much deeper reasons. Mm. Okay. Well, Judy, good, thank good, you so much. Because I do much. feel like the time is close. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks, Judy. Bye bye. Oh wow. Uh, wow. This has been. I can't believe. Can you believe how quickly this hour has gone? Yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I hope you'll come back. I do about. 12 hours of live radio a week and I'd love to bring you back and and have you on my daytime show. Uh, oh, so thank sure. you I so would, much. Love yeah, just just got to invite me and then I'll come. <laughs> I, I love that. I, that's All right. And everybody yeah. out there, please trust yourself during these changes. You are oh. more than you know and when if you just believe in yourself and trust in yourself, you'll realize that this transformation is going to be a lot easier than you ever thought. Oh, I so appreciate that. Thank you so much for, for doing what you do. And um, that personal message you just shared with everyone, uh, it is really about remembering. And uh, 
boy, I'll tell you, it's been tough for some people. Thank you for doing what you do in this world. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you, I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in, turning us on. You know, we've tried to get as many callers as we could tonight. Um, we're going to be doing this again. Thank you guys so much. Um, remember that uh, this is a time that we live in, each of us, as we've talked about during the show, just has that good, juicy stuff within us. And uh, we're going to keep reminding you of that on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll see you next time. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her Pay It Forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough for your love, thing. Lots of things I can't get used to. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 